0: It's time for Ultimate Bass, your all-bass fishing radio show. For the next hour, Ultimate Bass will take you fishing around the country and across the street in pursuit of America's favorite game fish. Ultimate Bass puts you in the boat with the world's best bass anglers and tournament pros, bringing you the latest in tackle, techniques, technology, and just plain talk. And now, here's the host of Ultimate Bass, tournament pro Kent Brown.
1: It is Saturday morning, February 18th. President's Day weekend and the start of Super Bowl week. I'm not crazy, Maryland. I know what I'm talking about. Yeah, I know we just had the Super Bowl, but it's a Super Bowl of bass fishing. Coming this week, Uh, the Bassmasters Classic, the Red River in Louisiana. Practice has already kicked off. The guys have been on the water. Uh, They get a couple of days to fish, and then they uh, head off and do media days, and they do, uh, oh, the Junior Bassmasters, all that other fun stuff, and then... Uh, the Bassmasters Classic starts, and it's going to be uh, uh, be quite a tournament to keep an eye on. A lot of fun to uh, to watch as uh, some of our Western guys are fishing that tournament. You know, Ish and Jared Lintner and some of our former Western guys, uh, um, Aaron Martins and uh, Gary Klein, and uh, we'll see if KBD can do it again, see if he can uh, pull one off on the Red River. So it's, uh, you'll be hearing a lot about that, and next week we'll actually be live on the docks, the Red River with uh, Advanced anglers Dan sullivan So Dan uh, dano's going to uh, he's going to be down there. So we'll be right at the blast off as we start the show next week of the Bassmasters Classic. It'll be kind of fun, and uh, we'll have an idea what's going on. A little closer to home, not too close to home, but a little closer to home. Lake Havasu is going off uh, the FLW EverStart Series. Second stop in the west. They'll be at Havasu. Uh, they'll start fishing Thursday down there. So we'll be keeping an eye on uh, Lake Havasu as well and, uh, and what's happening next week. I will be at uh, Cardinal Stadium in Phoenix, Arizona for the uh, wrap-up the year with the International Sportsman's Expo. We'll do four days, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Cardinal Stadium with the ISE Show in Phoenix. So I'll uh, be down there on the demo tank and hanging out um, should be a lot of fun as well. So uh, always a good show if you uh, have friends or family in the uh, Phoenix, Arizona area. Send them by the uh, ISE show at Cardinal Stadium in Glendale. It's always uh, always a, a great hunting show and a pretty darn good fishing show as well. A little closer to home last weekend, uh, a new record for uh, the uh, hook, line, and sinker series. Now, you know, you guys are getting used to us talking about these big weights and the Alabama rig, but we had big weights at the Delta, and Gene doesn't allow the Alabama rig. In his tournaments, but uh, Tom uh, Ferrera and Geronimo Canjuro brought seven bags to the scale, a seven fish limit, 40.25 pounds. So the Delta is breaking open. And uh, with these forecasted weather next week uh, in the mid 70s, it is definitely time to head off to uh, the Delta and think about getting out there and going fishing. Water's pretty clear down there, and they're catching them on. catching them on spinner baits, they're catching them uh, on chatter baits. they're flipping some fish, so uh, it should be fun, party's open, uh, hopefully there's some of you in line waiting down there to get your boats inspected right now to get in the water, uh, Party Lake open to fishing again yesterday, and I uh, haven't got any reports out of Party, I'm not sure if Seth's going to talk to Richard or not, but we, uh, we will definitely be uh, down at Party on April the 29th, we're going to be uh, kicking off. With our big uh, party lake recreation area, Jackson Rancheria Casino Media Day, April the 29th, and uh, we've got some uh, we've got some commitments out of some guys that said they're coming, so it should be kind of fun. Uh, looks like, uh, and I you know with this guy, he says he's coming, and uh, sometimes he does, sometimes he doesn't. But uh, Mike Long from San Diego says I'm in, I'll be there, so it uh, should be kind of fun. Uh, we're gonna put I think we're gonna put Mike in the boat with Gary Dobbins. And just turn them loose on the lake out there and uh, see what they can come up with. And it uh, should be a lot of fun to uh, to watch that uh, as well. And uh, we've got several commitments out of some of the pros. Uh, Bub Tosh, Zach Thompson, uh, they're, uh, they're already committed for it. Johnny Mays, um, several of the local guys as well that always fish uh, down there with us. And we'll have some boats in the water from Gone Fishing Marine. We'll be showing Lawrence HDS units, put you in the water and uh, let you run those units and get uh, kind of a hands-on and uh, might even uh, might even have Seth and Marilyn up there trolling around in the jet craft. So we'll have somebody to buzz while we're doing boat demos. So that'll be fun. Uh, we'll uh, we'll have to uh, keep an eye on that. Hey, how about uh, some of the things that uh, happened last week? Man, uh, Bassmaster had to go to a, an extra day fish off the Central Open Louisville Lake in Texas. A horrible fishing tournament. Uh, man, they just didn't catch them. They didn't catch them. The bite was horrible. One day the guy would lead the tournament. The next day he'd blank uh, when it was all said and done, it got down to Brent Chapman and Josh Bertrand from Phoenix, Arizona. Uh, Brent, uh, BASS Elite Series Pro, they uh, they were dead tied after three days of fishing. So what else do you do? You know, there's no ties in fishing, especially for the win. You uh, send them out for another half a day of fishing with a 12 noon weigh-in. And uh, Chapman wound up winning that tournament with one more fish uh, a horrible bite down there. Horrible weather in Texas as well. They were fishing. Uh, it was uh, in the in the low to mid twenties every day while they were fishing in Texas. So it was uh, pretty brutal fishing down there. So uh, good to uh, good to to get that one out of the way as well. We are uh, we are also getting ready Tuesday night. We're uh, we're going to be hanging out with a guy that can uh, not only talk Clear Lake because he's one of the he is the top Clear Lake guide. But uh, he can also talk the uh, Alabama rig. He's probably got more time on the water up at Clear Lake with it than anybody, and uh, he's going to be uh, hanging out with us Tuesday night. Gone Fisher Marine Ross England from Clear Lake Guide Service, and uh, Ross will be there 6:30. It's a free seminar. You can bring your friends and uh, hang out with us. It's going to be a lot of fun. We didn't have a class in January, so looking forward to uh, seeing everybody back at the uh, at the uh, Ultimate Bass University at Gone Fisher Marine. We'll have our normal. Uh, uh, raffles and uh, fun stuff going on, and uh, you guys will should be able to buy some uh, some uh, Alabama rigs and some of the swim baits and anything that you might need right there at uh Gone Fish and Marine as well so uh, we 'll be uh, We'll be uh, hanging out with you for that one. It's going to be uh, a lot of fun. Hey, look, and that was mine, Rod, that just went off. He, uh, somebody, somebody's texted me this morning, which is always uh, fun. Uh, we are also going to catch up this morning live. Uh, we're going to go to Texas and hang out with uh, uh, Bassmaster Elite Series Pro and uh, Major League Fishing guy, uh, Gary Klein, to talk about the uh, pay-per-view. And I know a lot of you guys are thinking, I don't know about a pay-per-view fishing show. There's plenty of fishing shows on the air. MLF Major League Fishing has done a great job with this. Uh, I watched the first uh, the first pay per view episode the other night. I watched it. It's uh, two ninety nine. It's a two hour show and uh, put you in the boat with the guys. Awesome show. They did a great job in uh, uh, the full series they did down at Lake Amistad. So uh, we'll even uh, be giving away some free codes. Uh, so that you can do the free podcast or the free uh, pay-per-view. So we're going to give a few of those away. Maybe we'll do a trivia, or uh, we'll come up with something to uh, to do while we're uh, while we're doing that. And this week, man, it's hard to track this guy down, but we did track him down. Uh, we were able to uh, catch up and hook up with uh, our old buddy. The G-Man, Gerald Swindle. So we'll be uh, talking to Gerald as well. And, uh, and we kind of hung out with him as he was loading the boat and getting ready to uh, head off to the Bassmasters Classic. Caught up with him earlier in the week. So um, we'd been chasing Gerald for about three weeks. We finally did catch up with him. Last week, the uh, Lake Orville uh, Angler's Choice Pro-Am, it, uh, boy, it, it didn't uh, disappoint. It had the big weights we thought uh, the Alabama rig and some of the other baits were going to show up with. Ryan Friend winning that tournament. They've been winning everything up there, 35 32 uh, Randy Doyle in second, Gary Dobbins in third, John McClellan in fourth, Bryant Smith in fifth, so uh, pretty cool to uh, uh, see that one and the weights that are coming out of Lake Oroville. Those coho salmon are working wonders on those spotted bass at Lake Oroville. Apparently they're just making them fat because... Uh, there's a lot of cohos that they've just planted in uh, Lake Oroville. So I uh, want to uh, want to thank our friends at California and the Fisheries Foundation for feeding our bass at Lake Oroville. They're doing a great job. Guys, we're going to jump in to our first set of breaks by a little bit of time this morning. When we come back, we're going to be hanging out with BASS Elite Series star and uh, the guy from, well, the hunting show, Moultrie's Hit List, of course. But uh, we're going to be hanging out with the G-Man, Gerald Swindle. So stick around, guys. Always fun with Gerald.
0: with the ultimate in high-performance features at competitive prices. Check out the new state-of-the-art, high-definition system of sonar and GPS mapping electronics at your favorite tackle store or on the web at lorance.com.
1: One ticket, two shows, the Sacramento Boat Show and the Spring RV Show. Two great shows together for one major event at Cal Expo. Over a half a million square feet filled with outdoor fun. Boaters, wakeboarders, water skiers, and fishermen. If it floats, you'll find it here with boats from 8 to 40 feet. All the newest RVs, motorhomes, fifth wheels, trailers, toy haulers, and campers. Loads of gear, including parts and accessories, ATVs, dirt bikes, and personal watercraft. Test drive the all-new electric motorcycle and get dirty on the ATV off-road track. Take advantage of huge show-only discounts and low show-only finance rates. Plus manufacturer reps will answer all your questions. There's how-to seminars, prizes, and fun for the whole family. We're going to have a whole lineup of fishermen down there doing hourly seminars Saturday and Sunday. Dale Danneman, Kevin Brock, Rick Kennedy, Mike Grabert, Jay Lopes, and myself, Ken Brown. One ticket, two shows, the Sacramento Boat Show, the Spring RV Show. March 8th through the 11th at Sacramento's Cal Expo. Learn more and save half off
2: at com. lane boat ramp, fish cleaning station, marina, tackle shop, boat rentals, fuel, and a well-stocked store, as well as newly remodeled coffee shop have everything you need. If your weekend getaway calls for more than just fishing, Jackson Rancheria Casinos just minutes away with top name entertainment, casino gaming, and five-star hotel accommodations. And your Jackson Rancheria Dreamcatcher card will reward you with VIP treatment, rooms, meals, and more. So the next time you're looking for a weekend getaway that won't break the bank, head out to Party Lake Recreation Area and Jackson Rancheria Hotel and Casino and catch a dream. To stop the spread of Kaga mussels, Party Lake requires your boat to be clean and dry and will be inspected at the
3: When I take my friends or family fishing, I make sure everyone's wearing life jackets. Last year, a friend of mine fell overboard, got tangled up in the lines, couldn't swim, and panicked. His life jacket kept him afloat till we were able to fish him out. Does that make me feel like a hero? Actually, yeah, it does. Heroes wear life jackets. Now it's your turn. Take the life jacket oath and get a chance to receive four cool new life jackets. Go to BoatCalifornia.com or check us out on Facebook. The California Department of Boating and Waterways. If it's your boat, it's your responsibility.
1: Hey, your bass fishing headquarters in San Francisco, highest tackle bonds wants to remind you, coming up March 3rd, Shimano Day, March 3rd at Highs Tackle Box in San Francisco. The first 25 people are going to receive a free umbrella rig. Yep, a free Alabama rig for the first 25, and they're going to have seminars from Ken Ma, the One Bass Lake Shasta champion, Dick Poole for waterforfish.org, and saltwater legend Frank Lopresti. Get down to High's Tackle Box, 40 Chestnut Avenue in South San Francisco for Shimano Days, March 3rd, and hang out with the pros and learn more. They're going to have great deals on Shimano Rods and Reels service, and they'll be able to answer all your questions. Shimano Days, High's Tackle Box, Saturday, March the 3rd from 9 to 5.
0: And now back to Ultimate Bats with Kent Brown.
1: You guys have no idea how hard it is to track this guy down. And every time we had him, uh, he skirted out from under us like a whitetail in a tree stand. Our old buddy, the G Man from Alabama, headed to the classic, Gerald Swindle. Buddy, you are hard to track down. I'm moving, man. I'm like Obama's health care plan. I'm hard to
4: catch. <laughs>
5: I just you know, I stay busy and it is it is and I do apologize about that because sometimes I'm hard to run down, it seems like uh the full time career and everything else. It just gets worse and worse and there's just a lot of downtime to talk on the phone.
1: Well, you know, I know how that works, man. I know how that works and and sometimes you uh sometimes you uh get run over by uh by life's unexpected plans like last week. <laughs> yeah, I sure did. I went out uh, feeding my deer and working
5: for my farm take like one afternoon to get a little silence and my wife breaks her finger in two on our Yamaha Rhino as we're down in the woods and so then we spend the day in hospital getting her finger operated on and she's kind of out of commission my office personnel I call her get the CEO the operating manager everything is link down and out with a broke she actually broke it uh, crossways and ways, so she's got it pinned up and emails are not coming out as fast so if anybody gets an email from my wife and it's like a like one word answer that's that's her yes or no yes or no yes or no gerald do doing exactly. it. <laughs> that's it that's basically what she's been saying i mean and, but you know uh you get these things and it's just uh, part of this world and man i just stay focused and, and it's actually been kind of a role reversal to take care of her and make sure she's happy and we're having to pack so i'm actually having to learn how to fold these clothes because I'm trying to carry all of her clothes to the classics. She's going to fly now, so you, you can only imagine me packing and folding panties. It ain't a pretty – it ain't pretty. It as long as you're anything.
1: not wearing them, G-Man, and you're folding them, I, I think I'm we're okay. I'm not wearing
5: them, but I, I figured out that folding them little jokers is tough. You might as well just stick them in those
1: claws just fold them. Just throw them in a the corner. <laughs> Classic Red River. Uh, you got to be excited about this one, man. This, uh, this one could play right into G-Man's hand.
5: I like it, man. I actually like it better than the New Orleans Classic. I always enjoy going to New Orleans. That style of fishing down there is uh, just kind of uh, overwhelming. And then when you go to look at Red River, it's a little bit more what I like, a little bit more of the shallow flipping and pitching, a little bit something that I can understand versus those large, flat, flat areas like we have in New Orleans. These are actually... uh, Little bitches and contour lines and stumps and stuff. So I am excited about the Red River, but it's a different feeling this year. You know, not that it's uh, really, really uh, trying to focus on winning one and, and knowing that it's time. And it's I got a whole different feel about this one. Well, it's uh, how'd you do the year skeet one? Did you how'd you do that? I, I was working the booth that year. You were in the I, booth. That was the year that I didn't make the classic, and that was like the last time I was like, this is it, you know. And, not doing that uh, again. No, and then that's very humbling. You know, I sit there and I watch Ski Van, and a great friend of mine. I see him take the trophy, and I think that could, that could be me. And it's uh, it really, when Skeet won, lets you know that your dreams come true. And, and him and I started out together to watch him take that trophy. I thought, it, will, you know, one day I'll be there. And, and I knew watching that classic that I could compete in that type of, of event as far as the fish and that style of river. So uh, that part I am looking forward to getting back and, and running
1: around on. Right. And, and he's going to be in the Lucky Craft booth taking your spot this year. Well,
5: I can tell him it was tough, man. I, You
1: know,
5: a <laughs> lot of questions you got to answer there. But that's part of it. You know, the most humbling thing you can do sometimes is, is miss the Classic for me it was. And standing there, it's a great opportunity to meet fans, and you can really do a lot for your sponsors. But, man, what a motivational thing is to say, hey, you're going to fish harder, you're going to stay more focused. You know, uh, you don't want to be standing here.
1: No, and and you uh, you had uh, you had such a great year, even fishing the opens last year. I mean, you started off on a roll and just kind of carried it through uh, the entire year. How do you how do you how do you stay up and, and ready for next year? I mean, I obviously took time off and went hunting.
5: I did. I took time off, and, and you know, I think that's uh, one of the things I'm learning as I get a little older. Is you got to recharge the batteries. You got to step away from the sport as much as I love fishing and I love competing. Uh, I step away from the competitive side. I I film my uh, hunting shows all year for the Outdoor Channel. Moultrie's hit list. It's a great show. Moultrie's hit list. We're getting there, and then I'll spend some time crappie fishing here lately. I I truly love fishing, and I don't want to lose that. Uh, Do you turn the fillet knife loose on those crappie? (laughs) Did I? Oh, God, I can hear the grease popping when I set the hook, you know. (laughs) But I think... That's what I grew up doing was, was going fishing because I absolutely loved it, not because I had to or, you know, it was a career. And I think when I go back and do that, man, it's. Uh, I told my wife today as we were running errands, I said, I am so jacked just about starting fishing back, just about getting back in that boat. And I think that's part of recharging batteries and and carrying momentum. or if There's such a thing as that. Uh, I think last year what I really learned as an angler is, uh, material a little bit on the water, settling in, fishing to win. I didn't really change uh, my style of casting or bait or anything else. I just changed my frame of mind, and that's what I look forward to carrying into this year being disciplined and fishing more to win. I'm not reckless, but fishing more to win. It's just as hard to get uh, five little bites sometimes as it is to get two or three big bites. And, and the discipline to sit on that style of pattern and fish that way is tougher, man, because. Uh, nobody wants to zero. Nobody wants to ride in an auditorium full of people with nothing in the live well. But a lot of times, when you fish to cover that line, you know, to say, well I at least I've caught a few. You're fishing
1: your way right, right of a chance to win. So I learned a lot of last year. You know, to fish big. So you'll uh, you'll take that you'll take that chance to ride through the auditorium with uh, with less than a full live well. I will. I will because I don't think I don't think a man can
5: go to the classic and throw a spinning rod down there and peck out nine or ten pounds a day and say, Well you know, I got a limit and all that. I think when you hit that frame of mind, you're you're out of the three or four percent that could win the classic and I think you have to be willing to uh to face the fans and say, Hey, you know, um, I, I fished a little big and it didn't work out but I really believe ninety percent of the time if an angler fishes bigger base, stays focused, and does his homework and practice, it's going to work out to some degree. Well, you've been to the Classic, what is this now, 12, 13 times? Yeah, my 12th time, I'm a, 12th time. And I thought it was funny that day. It's the 42nd Classic and I'm 42
1: years old. I said, this would be a perfect time to win it. This would be a good time to win it. And uh, yep. and uh, an even dozen. And, uh, and you know, I mean, you understand the Classic. You know what it's about. You've been there enough times to not be overwhelmed and not be starstruck to know how to, uh, how to go fishing and, and and leave a lot of the rest of that stuff over in the auditorium. You,
5: you really do. And and
1: the more you go, I think, the the more confident you
5: get about facing uh, the fact that, that you could do bad instead of trying to cover that line, if that makes sense. I think the first four or five times you go – you get out there and you think, "Oh Lord, I just want to weigh in something." And, Are Lord, you fishing
1: the classic for your buddies more than for you? A lot of times, I just don't want to blank, man. I don't want I, to be. I think,
5: I think you summed it up perfectly. That's what goes on, and, and uh, because that's doubt creeping in, it's a little bit of doubt, and you want you want to remain positive in yourself. You want to be uh, confident in your ability to catch them, not cocky. But confident to know that I can go out here day in and day out and get bites, and I'm going to fish this way. You can't hit home runs by trying to lay down bunts. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think after 12 classics, after you fish a few, you start to realize, hey, it's great. I love the media, I love the fans, I love the hype, but the number one priority here is for me to catch fish. Right,
1: Gerald? Do you, uh, you know, you've been a guy who hasn't won a lot of tournaments in Bass Series you you've been a guy that has won the angler of the year you've you know you've made 12 classics you've made a buttload of money more than you could spend um but how do you how do you how does an angler walk into the Bassmaster Elite Series and when do they know hey I belong here I I am one of these 100 guys
5: you know, I don't know I, I hear guys that's such a great question To people who want to say you know how do you know I belong here or Uh, do you ever doubt that you belong here? I think it's something that you find deep down inside. I think uh, you know what you can do uh, when the chips are down. I think all great athletes prevail most when when their back's against the wall. And there's times in the Elite Series when you find your back against the wall and necessarily winning is not winning the tournament. Uh, A guy that's backed against the wall and could pull out a 20th place finish against all odds on a lake that he has no knowledge of, That guy has to look at that as a small step, and that's a win for me. He has to establish confidence on that and say, you know what, i come to a lake that I didn't know jack about, I didn't get any help, and I wasn't on nothing, and yet I managed to finish in the top 20% of the field in the world, and I belong here. I think that's a feeling that you have to trust in your heart. I don't think you need to put up a false sense. I think people do that. Sometimes they want to come out and say, well, I'm ready, I'm ready, I'm ready. But do you truly believe that? Do you – truly believe that on day one if you catch four pounds in an event can you come back and make a check you know and when you see guys start doing that then i think they truly belong there because it's a sign of a winner what makes that person uh, want to win a fighter and most efficient truly is a fight you know it it never comes easy winning is surely not easy uh the fl debut tournament that i won didn't come easy the southern open it come a come little, a little easy, but it was a lot of practice to get to that
1: point. The, FL, the, the FLW tournament, though, came very early in your career and, and could have really sent you in the wrong direction thinking, this really is easy. Well, and that's what was weird,
5: because right? you stepped out there and you done it. But I think for some reason or another, I knew, uh, I knew the odds of that, and I knew that you could win again, but you didn't want to go to your head that I expect to win all the time. Uh, you know, and I think... I think that messed with my head a couple of years ago. I started after uh, Tim Tucker wrote an article years ago before he passed away that said uh, General Swindle may be the best angler to ever won a tournament. You know, and I think then it started messing with my head. I started going out to thinking, well, i got to win just for these people to think that I can catch them. And I really applied that pressure to myself. I don't think Tim meant it that way. I think Tim meant it in a very positive way. And then, you know, of course, I crossed the million-dollar mark and I still hadn't won a tournament. So then it's bothering me. And then I start looking around my, when I sit out in my office and I look around, there's second place, second place, second place, third place, fifth place, fourth place, fourth place. I thought, you know what, you have nothing to be ashamed of. The number one trophy doesn't mean, you know, you're not the, you're not one of the, the, the fishermen that should be respected. So I think I took that away from myself and now you look at winning it's different. You know, I look at winning it's very possible, it's very sensible, you practice that way, but it's not something that should be overbearing or burden you every day when you go out. You shouldn't be going, Oh God, if I don't catch him, uh, you know, Ken ain't gonna think I can fish. Right. So I think you have to overcome that fact to realize that people don't judge you on each tournament. You know, if you've got history and you you worked hard at it. But I think as an individual, you want to think that sometimes. Well, if I don't catch him, I, I, Ken ain't gonna call me for no interview. <laughs>
1: Oh, so let call you. I, th- I think that's what anglers fight. Man. I even think local anglers. That's it's at all fishing. levels, isn't it? I mean, that's club derbies. Uh, that's fishing uh, your buddy tournaments. Uh, Wednesday I see night. I did at every teams. level,
5: man. Yeah. Did at every level. Guys, come over to my house. In club tournaments,
1: I went and spoke
5: to Hayden High School, uh, their bass club. You know, they won the state championship last year, and there's still guys in there that wonder about that and wanting to beat their buddies, and they wanting to. You know, fishing's not kept score by your buddy. It, it doesn't matter what my buddy thinks. It matters what the record book says or what you catch or how much money you win. You don't look at what other people think. You should never score yourself. you can't weigh their thoughts in, you can only weigh what you catch in.
1: Exactly, exactly. All right, classic. Uh, We haven't asked this question to any of the other guys, but uh, what's your music? What are you coming on stage to? Man, I don't know. I
5: wish I could get some emails, dude. I'm going to tell you, I've really been kicking the idea. Of going some old school vanilla ice ice, ice baby, just because it's like old school retro. My wife and I've really been battling. There's a group out called uh, Bama Boys, and they have a remix of Sweet Home Alabama, rap version. But her and I, you know, I love Eminem, but I'm pretty sure the, uh, the strike kid that won Norman, I'm, I'm thinking he would come into that because he loves Eminem. But maybe, maybe we should get your listeners to email me at drill swindle. At Swindle dot com and give me their suggestions of what I should come
1: into. There you go, guys. Send Gerald a suggestion with uh, what you think he should come on to uh, the classic stage. Got to do it quick. He's headed to the classic and, and uh, in the Red River here next week. He's going to be competing, and uh, I'm sure he's not going to be checking emails too often. So you guys need to send him. Send I've got him got an my email. one handed my, I got my one-handed wife that can respond back to you. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be a real short answer though. Yeah, yes, yeah. Yes. T.Y. means thank you from Leanne Swindle, just in case you, you guys got it. Well
5: My question to you is, who uh, who are you predicting to uh, win the Classic or be in the top five?
1: Well, see, here's the deal. I predict one guy, you know, to win the Classic, and then and our 50 guys will never return my phone calls again if they weren't that guy. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? So, mm-hmm. you know, I, I think... I think if we if we have to lean towards a, a West Coast guy, you know, because we're a West Coast station, you know, Right. I think we got to lean towards a West Coast guy. Um, I, I really look for Gerald or uh, for uh, Jared Lintner to have a good tournament, Gerald. I think Lintner. I think this plays into his style of fishing. He loves to flip. He likes to power fish. Um, Absolutely, and he's a phenomenal fisherman. He, he is. Really he's really a great guy. Good. You know, he's had a lot of success here at Clear Lake and the Delta and places where he could pick a big rod up and go fishing. So. um, you know, I, I
5: would say I, that's a good one. I would say you picked a good one on that. I was thinking that myself that Littner would be strong in this tournament.
1: Yeah, I think I think going to be strong there, and um, you know I think any time Ish gets to pick up a flipping stick, he'll he'll uh, that kind of plays into his favor as long as he doesn't do his usual classic move and and try to run nine thousand miles a day, you know, because he's done that the past few years.
5: It ha- that happens, to, you know. I, hey, the next time you look at Littner, just think of this. This is what I when I see Littner I think of a prize fighter. He looks just like a prize fighter. He's got that look, that intense look, the mustache. I'm thinking, dude, he could be on TV as a prize fighter.
1: He really could, you know, that, or, or, I, or, he, or he could have been just doing westerns his entire life. Oh, he could have been, oh. Huh?
5: He, he could have, have been Young Guns, makeup. too. Yeah, him and Clint Eastwood could have mixed up and made some bad movies back
1: in the day. Hey man, we we will take this interview and it'll go right to the uh right to the pro pages at tritonboats.com. So we gotta ask you about your uh your new ride, man. You got your new boat put together, got it all uh stocked up. How'd you uh how'd you set it up, how'd you rig it and uh and what kind of rap are we gonna see this year? Well, I'm running still I'm running the uh
5: tundra's the primary rap on there. I went back with the Matt Black, uh some tribal graphics, which are uh, kind of glow in the dark, uh, accented with yellow. I equipped that uh, the 21 HP my Triton. I put the Mercury 250 on there, 10 inch hydraulic jack plate. I put dual power poles, uh, and I actually put dual hummingbirds on my console and one hummingbird up front. So I swapped Electronics Company. I've got this boat pretty tricked out, and this is the first time. In six years that I've had my boat prior to the classic, I actually had it rigged and fished out of it before the day that I got there. And ready so to, I'm, go. Actually, I'm ready to go. And I think this is, uh, and, and this this particular 21 hp is running, probably running the best that I've got to run. I'm with props, and if anybody's kind of curious out there, I went back to the uh, Tempest 25, and I seem to be running it better. I mean, I made it over run 72, 73. That's totally loaded. That's gas, live wells, and all. And uh, now that you know, when you go to an event like this and you got your boat wrapped, broke in, everything done, it's a big relief. Last year they were wrapped in my boat the night before I left in New Orleans. When I went downstairs, my truck and boat was in a thousand pieces and I was leaving the next morning. So it's a little bit unnerving. This time it's very
1: comforting. Real comforting, ready to go, and and uh, the Tundra boat, Tundra wrap truck. You guys can see it at Swindle dot com. By the way, very cool website, uh, Swindle dot com. I'm sure your one handed office assistant does a lot with that as well. But, <laughs> she does. She is, she is right on the ball. Hey, and if you got any, hey, I tell, I need a neat deal we got going, Karen. If
5: you don't mind for a second, I got a deal going on my Facebook fan page. If anybody's out there wants to go in, and it's called the Oakley Outlook. And if you'll guess the closest to my weight. In each event, starting the Classic, in each Elite Series, you win a pair of Oakley, Black jacket Sunglasses. So it's about At every event you're giving, a a, giving away? A every of- event. So it'll be eight Elite Series, one Classic. It'll be nine pair of glasses given away. We're going to start taking uh, guesses. The the last day of practice only going to last one day. So if anybody out there wants to play the game, you got to guess my way. Whether I win or whether, whether I finish it, whoever guesses it closest to me gets a pair of Oakley glasses.
1: No, that's what you're going to weigh in, not how much you, uh, not how much you weigh, because you know there's some guys going to send in like two ten. Yeah, well, it's two o two by the way. <laughs>
5: <laughs> I have been running. You know, I am back in the gym again. Yeah, you're back working out a little bit. I, I really am, man. I, it's just a part of life that I enjoy, and through the hunts and all that. Some of the hunts that I go on, and uh, Stephen Browning has kind of hit me up on an idea to do a tough. what's called a tough mutters run. And it's uh, where you run cross country through mud and train, and you got to climb walls and ropes. And they have a lot of special forces, like you'll have Army teams, special forces team go in. Now, we wouldn't be entering it to win, but we actually thought about getting about eight fishermen on a team and go in and do a run and do kind of a, a running chronicle and follow it how we train. But if I'm going to be 42 and do a Tough Mudders, i got to stay in the gym. You guys didn't call uh, Peter T. or Mark Davis well we thought we'd go with Peter and then we're swapping out we'd hand the torch over to Kenyon about midway through
3: <laughs>
5: <laughs> we're going to get in trouble Smiddle I see it coming Guys, Kenyon's, my, hey, Kenyon's like my best friend That my wife always tells me if something ever happens to me her and Kenyon's running off and eating ice cream together he's the nicest guy in the world and You know, I'll tell you, speaking of Kenyon, he's one of the few guys that I talk to about Red River going into it. You know, I don't get a lot of help, and Ben Kenyon didn't make it. He sat down and shared his thoughts with me and what the weight would take to win, and i tell you what, Kenyon is probably one of my all-time favorites. I like to pick at him, but he's a good dude. All right,
1: we got to ask, because you are Alabama loyal to the end, were you mad about the ban on the Alabama rig?
5: You know, I'm mixed on that, man. I... As far as our perspective of an elite series event, I think it was the right call. Uh, does it catch them? Lord, yeah. Are they winning everything around here? Lord, yeah.
1: You know. Same here, so by, think, by the way, it's uh, yeah, it's uh, it's kind of captured the West as well. Right now, here's the
5: sad part of that. I talked to one of my sponsors today, which is in the spinnerbaits and jig business, and he can't give one away. You right. know, these people are contemplating how long they can keep the doors open because ain't nobody buying nothing but wires and swivels. So I'm mixed on it, man. I think uh, I think Bass probably did the right thing by looking at the rule that was already in place. It already says one rod and basically one bait. We were never allowed to have two baits in the water at the same time. It was always written in our rules. So I think all we really did was enforce a rule that was already there. I don't think it was a stand-up. When you look at it like it, it wasn't a stand against the Alabama rig or the guy that developed it. It's just a stand saying we already have a rule preventing
1: our guys from fishing multiple baits at one time, and we kind of want to stick with it. Well, you being Alabama's number one son, you know most of us have had this bait. Well, since Paul showed it to all of us in November, how long have you had it? Well, since Paul beat me with it in uh, October, you
5: know, <laughs> I just, my text message didn't go off. You know, my memorandum didn't go out. <laughs> you need to be throwing that. I actually met the gentleman that invented that thing last spring when we were at Pickwick and. And he told me all about it and you know, just he never really told me what it was. He just I've invented a bait, it's gonna be the best thing ever and I'm like, Yeah, blah bloody blah so did banjo that Been to that rodeo, <laughs> to that rodeo yeah, before, I buddy. Kind of what I'm thinking, I'm like, Well, here goes the banjo man and a helicopter lure <laughs> and next thing I know I'm getting beat with this thing that this guy uh invented, you know, and it's a neat concept. I think guys are going to catch a lot of fish. on know Gunnersville this past weekend, and like the BFL was 32-13-1, and 2013 13 was 10th. I mean, they're still wrecking them. And the high up here was 30. The wind blew 30. The windshield factor was in the 20s, and you still see 33-pound winds. But everybody out there is bombing an Alabama rig. So I don't know the long long-term, long-term forecast. What it's going to do to the fish,
1: I don't know. I have no idea, but it can't be good because they are whacking them on Well, you know, I mean, every fish has always wound up in a live well with four of his other buddies every time he chased down a single minnow, so they got smart about that. And, you know, yeah. eating a group of minnows was kind of always a safe bet up until about, oh, November. Yes, you yeah. Know? I mean, they, they thought that was the way to go.
5: Hey, let's go hit on all the minnows. But, you know, I don't know. I'm sure that uh, with the knowledge that the West Coast has and some of the stuff that they're going to do, it's going to be pretty wild to see some of the inventions that come out and the styles that catch. And it's going to be curious to see how many states take a stand. I know the state of Alabama, has actually, it's actually been talked about through the state about outstanding. it. It may never happen, but it, it is on their radar.
1: Right, right. You know. Alright, well we, uh, guys, we did this interview with Gerald a little bit earlier in the week. It's gonna air on Saturday. Uh, you guys can hang out with him at, uh, GeraldSwindle.com. Get on his website. Cool website. Kind of hang out with him and, uh, and follow along. Get on his Facebook page, his fan page, and, uh, enter the contest to win a pair of Oakley sunglasses. But, Gerald, it's Valentine's Day. You know, we, we pre-recorded this interview. Uh, what does the sweet, romantic Gerald Swindle do for his lovely Leanne for Valentine's Day. You'll
5: be honest with you, may honestly, I did not get her a card. Uh, being she's been uh, hurt. She wasn't able to get out and shop. I actually got her a nice uh, Columbia fleece jacket at Bass Pro Shop because she's always outside and always cool. So I got her a jacket instead of a card because I figure I'll tell her every day that I love her and let her know that she's number one. So today I didn't need to get a card. I just simply had her a jacket where she could stay warm. And I got up this morning and fixed her a cup of coffee. You
1: are, you are, you're, 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 you're,
5: you're, you're, number one, Swindle. Hey, that's all I can do. I'm not good with cards and meals, so she got... She got a jacket and some coffee. There
1: you go, guys. One out of two is not bad. We were going to try to get Jeff Creed as well, but I figured if we had Creed and Swindle on the same weekend, we'd need an interpreter for a West Coast (laughs) radio show. Uh, Always fun, my friend. I wish you the best of luck on the Red River, and I know your phone's going to blow up when you win, so uh, just pencil me in for an interview uh, when you win the Classic. You got it, man. look forward to seeing you down there. All right, G-Man. Gerald Swindle, guys, follow along, and uh, you can check out his boat at
0: Triton Boat.
1: is all about Clear Lake. Yeah, it is going to be Clear Lake at, at Ultimate Bass University Tuesday night 6:30. We've got Clear Lake guide Ross England coming in to talk fishing on Clear Lake, springtime, where they're going to pop up and uh, a little bit about the Alabama rigs. So uh, he's probably got more time than anybody on Clear Lake with uh, the Alabama rigs. Been throwing it all winter on all of his guide trips up there. So uh, make sure to come in and uh, hang out with us at uh, Gone Fish and Marine, Tuesday night, 6.30, a free seminar. Bring your friends, and uh, we'll hang out with the Clear Lake Guide Services. Ross England's going uh, to be fun. We hope to see you there.
0: Hi everyone, Kent Brown
1: from Ultimate Bass. I want to introduce you to an accessory that I have on my bass boat that everyone needs. The Motostop motor support is designed for two and four stroke outboards made by Mercury, Yamaha, and Honda. The MotoStop Stop is made from 6061 aluminum and the bushings and pads are a durable polyurethane. The Motostop Stop slides over the trim rods of your motor and secures it in place while towing. Old style motor supports damage your gear case and connect your outboard directly to your trailer, causing unnecessary jarring and wear. The MotoStop eliminates this completely. Available at leading boat dealers and online at moto-stops.com. Add the MotoStop motor support to your bass boat's outboard and never look back. If you haven't been into Sportsman's Warehouse in Rockland for a while, it's time you get back in. They are stocked and the pegs are loaded with everything you fish with, including a whole end cap of Alabama rig stuff. The Rockland Sportsman's Warehouse has been your outdoor outfitter, and despite the rumors, they are here to stay. Sportsman's Warehouse is fully stocked with all the brands you need, like Lucky Craft, Yozuri, Rapala Owner, Snag Proof, Bomber, Lure Jensen, Head & Strike King, and their great wall of plastics includes RoboWorm, Yamamoto, Berkeley, Zoom, Huddleston, Pro, Talon, and more. They carry a complete line of electronics and marine accessories. They'll get you out any elements, cold or hot, rain or shine, they have all your outdoor clothing needs. You can check them out at Sportsmanswarehouse.com for more information or directions. Open seven days a week, Fridays and Saturdays till 9. Sportsman's Warehouse, 6640 Lone Tree Boulevard in Rockland, the place for anglers, hunters, and outdoorsmen to get everything you need. You may already be a fan of WesternBass.com, and we invite you to explore all the links. We are sure you'll find some great bass fishing information you may have been missing. WesternBass.com, the largest bass fishing website in the West.
3: When I take my friends or family fishing, I make sure everyone's wearing life jackets. Last year, a friend of mine fell overboard, got tangled up in the lines, couldn't swim, and panicked. His life jacket kept him afloat till we were able to fish him out. Does that make me feel like a hero? Actually, yeah, it does. Heroes wear life jackets. Now it's your turn. Take the life jacket oath and get a chance to receive four cool new life jackets. Go to BoatCalifornia.com or check us out on Facebook. The California Department of Boating and Waterways. If it's your boat, it's your responsibility. More techniques are
1: calling for braided line than ever before. Frogs punching and the Alabama rig require the strength, castability, power, and abrasion resistance that Toughline gives you. Tuffline pioneered the use of braided spectra fibers in fishing lines, and all Tuffline braided lines are manufactured in the United States. Tuffline XP is more compact, smaller in diameter, packs better on reels, offers better knot performance, casts further, reduces rod tip wraps, and boasts higher abrasion resistance. Catching two bass at a time, under the slop, or deep in the weeds, you can count on Tuffline to put the bass in the boat. Spool up with Tuffline at your local dealer, or learn more at Tuffline.com.
0: And now back to Ultimate Bass with Kent Brown.
1: Hey, there's a lot of buzz going on about major league fishing and uh, the events that uh, took place. They fished uh, last fall, and uh, now the uh, now the pay per view uh, TV shows are starting to come out on their website. And uh, it is uh, it is something if you haven't heard about, you haven't watched, it puts you in the boat with the guys. And uh, what a great opportunity to just watch them, how they pick the lake apart. And the, the first show has aired on pay-per-view. I had an opportunity to sit down and uh, and watch the two-hour show the other night, and uh, they did a fantastic job. Joining us this morning, uh, one of the head guys from Major League Fishing, 29-time Bassmaster Classic qualifier, and our old buddy from, formerly from Oroville, California, now uh, now living in Texas, Our old buddy Gary Klein.
4: Good morning, Gary. Hi, good morning, Ken. How are we doing this morning?
1: Well, you know, we were just talking about how it took uh, 30-some pounds to win Lake Oroville last weekend, and those uh, spotted bass are getting fat eating coho salmon up there now.
4: Man, I tell you, that lake has really changed since I used to fish it all the time. But, uh, you know, all of our fisheries across the country are changing. I think, you know, our techniques are changing. And uh, it's pretty exciting because it's definitely better now than it was then.
1: Well, you know what? It's funny. Those cohos are all about uh, six, eight inches long, and they all swim around in a little pack, and they look like an Alabama rig.
4: (laughs) Hey, don't get me started,
1: okay? <laughs> you'll be on a you'll be on the way out here, won't you? Just to uh just yeah, to go no, no kid. Just to go catch some. Really cool, man. Major league fishing. There was a lot of questions when it started. Uh, a lot of people wanted to wanted to see how it was gonna work with real time scoring and uh, you know, not weighing in a limit, but uh weighing every bash you catch for the day and Uh, really changed the game and and uh, i watched the first show and was blown away at the uh, not only the quality but uh but the excitement and watching the anglers go through their day
4: well i greatly appreciate the kind comments ken i mean there's a lot of effort that went into this production uh, not only from the creativity of coming up with a format um you know with the right direction the right content but also the production crew i mean you know, we got full staff, and everybody worked very, very hard on it. And, of course, we got it back to the editing room and started working on it. And uh, I helped design the format along with other anglers and to actually live it. In other words, I competed on the very first day uh, under the, the, the new rules and the new format. And I was really taken back by it because I, I, I didn't really know what to expect. But once it once it started, it was like, wow, this was unreal.
1: Yeah, it was really cool. I mean, you know, it was uh, uh, when you watch, uh, and for the guys that haven't seen it, I don't want to give the whole thing away, you, you know, because we, we're going to give some codes away as well. But, you know, when you when you watch uh, one angler lose a fish early on in the deal that he goes, ah, it was just a pound and a half or it didn't count, and then he <laughs> went, oh, wait, they all count.
4: Well, uh, you know, the, the, what I tried to do in creating the format is address all the issues that I felt – needed to be addressed based on uh, a current way of tournament fishing. I mean, it's the way I've competed all of my career and I tried to do away with some of those elements and give more choice to the angler. I mean, how cool is it to show up on a body of water with a group of what I prefer we you know what I consider, you know, the some of the best anglers in the country no that
1: is the best anglers in the country well
4: you know i I, it was a great group of guys i mean you know and they're fully engaged in this and to actually no waypoints, no information um you know i was rooming with shaw grigsby at that event and i was not allowed to talk to shaw at all about fishing i couldn't give him any tackle uh because he he shaw competed the following day right um So, basically, you're there on your own. The boats are supplied. Our units are clean. No waypoints. The only thing that we have on those boats is we have an avionics chip in electronics. We didn't, and the other killer thing about the format is the fact that we fished on Lake Amstead, which is a great lake. You can run a pattern. You can cover a lot of water. However, we created zones So each group of anglers competed in a zone. So during the course of the week, no one angler competed on the same water more than once. Right, right. And I had to show up out there, run the course, lines in at 730, whoa, man, it went real quick.
1: It was really cool and and you know I mean and to watch some of the some of the things that transpired through the day uh watching Brent Ayler go from you know highs to lows to highs to lows watching uh watching you completely change techniques um was kind of cool. And and the other thing that I thought was really interesting and and you know if you said okay now you've got to sit down for a minute every fisherman in the world would go, yeah, no big deal. But uh, there were two of you Uh, you being one of them that broke a fish off and after you break a fish off you have to sit in the boat for one minute with your marshal timing it uh, before you can retie do anything you just have to sit there and that's got to seem like it's 10 minutes
4: (laughs) well what we're you know (laughs) hey one minute your jaw got tight It, it seems like absolutely forever and you know once a penalty is called you have to go neutral you can't retie a bait you can't open up the compartments on the boat and get another lure out you have to go neutral which means you just sit down yeah you can't be on the trolling motor meter or anything like that you're just done um what i tried to do is i tried to incorporate a set of rules and penalties that i thought would give the angler more of a choice for example why only one line in the water mm-hmm. i mean i've always thought that that rule was kind of a uh, you know, gosh darn it! You know, if I make a long cast of the Carolina rig and a bunch of fish come blowing up, why can't I set that rod down and pick up the topwater bait and throw it over there and catch them?
1: If it's legal to have two lines out in that where you're fishing,
4: that is correct. Right. And in major league fishing, you're allowed to do that. However, you just assess the penalty. So, and the penalty is a one minute timeout. Right. So, if you do throw there and catch a four pounder, was it worth it to catch that fish and take a minute out? Well. In some you know uh you hook a fish and you're getting him to the boat, and it's a five pound and you look down there he's hung up in a bush. Who says you can't leave the boat to go get the fish, <laughs> and you're just assessed the penalty right right um, so anyhow, it was pretty cool to watch it all play out, but I think really the 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 greatest one of the greatest things about that show is how many people in this country would spend three hundred bucks to ride with any one of these guys. As an observer on a body of water they haven't been to and now they're competing and they don't have time to go out and practice. They've got to find, locate, and catch or they're eliminated. Right. Um, and for $2.99, you get to watch, you know, Kevin Van Dam and, and Skeet and all the other great anglers break a lake down real quick and compete uh, so that they can move on to the semifinal round.
1: Exactly. Hey, can you hang on through a break? Got it. I'm going I'm to gonna have you stick around, but before we go, we're going to give away a code so you guys can log on free and watch the first episode of Major League Fishing on the Major League Fishing website. That's MajorLeagueFishing.com. And uh, Gary wanted to do a little trivia, so I came up with a question. You guys have to call in at 1-800-920-1140, and tell me, what western lake did Gary Klein win his first BASS tournament? And it's the only western lake that Skeet Reese has ever won a BASS tournament as well. So we'll see if you guys can figure that one out. Give Maryland a call, 1-800-920-1140. Got to have an email address, and we'll give you a code. Gary, stick around. We'll uh, be right back.
0: Ultimate Bass with Kent Brown. We'll be right back. If you're looking to buy a new Mercury-powered Triton boat or already own one, Gone Fishing in Dixon is your place to call home. From the aluminum VT-16 to the Tournament top 21XS, Gone Fishing's lineup of Triton boats offers the most advanced design, ride, performance, and safety features in the industry. With Triton Gold Tournament bonuses and Gone Fishing's award-winning Mercury Premier Service Center by your side, the advantages to being a Triton boat owner were never greater. Visit us right off I-80 in Dixon as Gone Fishing Marine, Mercury Outboards, and Triton Boats bring you Ultimate Bass University the third Tuesday of every month at 630. Find out more at Marine com.
1: One ticket, two shows, the Sacramento Boat Show and the Spring RV Show. Two great shows together for one major event at Cal Expo. Over a half a million square feet filled with outdoor fun. Boaters, wakeboarders, water skiers, and fishermen. If it floats, you'll find it here with boats from 8 to 40 feet. All the newest RVs, motorhomes, fifth wheels, trailers, toy haulers, and campers. Loads of gear, including parts and accessories, ATVs, dirt bikes, and personal watercraft. Test drive the all-new electric motorcycle and get dirty on the ATV off-road track. Take advantage of huge show-only discounts and low show-only finance rates. Plus, manufacturer reps will answer all your questions. There's how-to seminars, prizes, and fun for the whole family. One ticket, two shows, the Sacramento Boat Show, the Spring RV Show. Fishing seminars from Dale Daneman, Kevin Brock, Rick Kennedy, Mike Graver, Jay Lopes, and Kent Brown. March 8th through the 11th at Sacramento's Cal Expo. Learn more and save half off at TwoHugeShows.com.
0: Sure, they have guns and other stuff, but they should be called Guns Bass Fishing and Other Stuff with their great selection and enough inventory, they won't be sold out when you get there. Guns Fishing and Other Stuff, right off I-80 in Vacaville at 197 Butcher Road, or check them out online at GunsFishing.com. Make Guns Fishing and Other Stuff in Vacaville your store for all your bass fishing
3: needs. When I take my friends or family fishing, I make sure everyone's wearing life jackets. Last year, a friend of mine fell overboard, got tangled up in the lines, couldn't swim and panicked his life jacket kept him afloat till we were able to fish him out does that make me feel like a hero actually yeah it does heroes wear life jackets now it's your turn take the life jacket out and get a chance to receive four cool new life jackets go to boatcalifornia.com or check us out on facebook the california department of boating and waterways if it's your boat it's your responsibility
1: If you're wondering where to find the most exciting advancements in reel technology, look no further than Okuma Fishing Tackle. I'm talking about the super light Helios baitcasting reel, along with four other reels that dollar for dollar stand alone against all others. On the water, nothing moves faster than the Okuma Trio high-speed spinning reel. 6.2 to 1 gear retrieve moves fast and dissects prime water with speed and efficiency. Trio high-speed spinning reels make success simple. Cover more water and catch more fish. Catch all the reels online at okumafishing.com.
0: And now, back to Ultimate Bats
1: with Ken Brown. Hey, guys, we're back. I hung up on him, but luckily he got back with us. And, uh, Gary, it didn't take us long that uh, Thomas Travers knew that uh, the lake you won your first BASS tournament and the only Western Lake Skeets ever won a BASS tournament was Lake Powell. (laughs) Now, not to date you, but uh, I think Skeet was about three when you won on lake powell that's
4: probably correct yes, i won in
1: 1979 <laughs> uh no you won in 1976 didn't you oh excuse me yes yeah, i don't want to date you klein but i know your history too well buddy yeah i know gary the only angler to win a bass event in four decades so uh qualify for bassmaster classics in five decades so uh damn you're getting old
4: hey that's vintage
1: Get oh, there. experience! I knew, I knew <laughs> what it was. I knew what it was. Well, that's exactly, uh, exactly. That's pretty cool. And, and uh, the major league fishing deal. I know it's uh, uh, it's something that uh, that is definitely real dear to your heart. Something you and Boyd Duckett and several of the anglers have uh, have put together. And the anglers that haven't uh, jumped on and done the pay per view. Uh this is something that is uh this is something that they can get on once they once they pay the 299 they don't have to sit down and watch all 2 hours and they can go back and rewatch it uh for what a week isn't it or 10 days
4: Yeah exactly yeah you can pause it forward it reverse it walk away from it come back to it and, uh, that that show will actually be archived, so you can come back and watch it.
1: Now, these shows are eventually going to air on the Outdoor Channel, but not the not in its entirety like they're seeing here.
4: That is correct. What we did is, is with production, we created two uh, completely different products. We created our pay-per-view, which is called Advanced Cast. Uh, the shows run uh, two hours approximately. somewhere two hours and ten minutes, two hours and twenty minutes we ran. Almost the entire, you know, it's all fishing. Right. In the uh, Outdoor Channel, we start airing the the second quarter, uh, April 1st, and uh, those shows are going to be one hour in length.
1: Yeah, it's a great show, and you guys that haven't done it, get on com, log on, and check it out. It's going, to be, uh, it's going to be a great opportunity to get in the boat with the top pros in the country and uh, watch them dissect a lake, watch them, uh, watch them catch them, watch them not catch them. The cool part is, unlike a lot of the TV shows that you see, uh, their whole day of fishing doesn't fall on the... Uh, on the, on the editing room floor and it's not just about five fish. Uh, the guy that catches the most fish that day actually is uh, leading the tournament. So it's a pretty cool opportunity. We have some more codes to give away and what we're going to do is we're going to give them away we want you to jump on to the Ultimate Bass Radio Facebook page and, uh, and put a post up there and uh, become a friend of our Facebook page and we'll be selecting some fans uh, from the show that do that and we'll also be sending that out to you. And while you're there, you can always jump over to Gary Klein's page as well and uh, the Triton Boats page and the Repel Outdoors page because that'll be Gary's uh, title wrap again this year, the uh, Rapel uh, Outdoors Boat. So uh, keep a watch for that on the BASS Elite Series as well. Buddy, we got to roll out of here. They're telling me we're about out of time. Ken,
4: uh, thank you very much for having me on the
1: show. All right, thanks, buddy. Gary Klein, guys
0: ultimate bass with kent brown we'll be right back boater and angler Seth hendrickson of california sportsman and i'm kent brown professional angler from ultimate bass most people know us as anglers first but whenever
1: you're on the water in a boat even if you're out there to catch that kokanee you're a boater first which means you've got to wear a life jacket you don't need to wear one that's bulky or could make it tough to reel in a large mouth
0: you know with today's life jackets you barely know you're wearing one until it counts so wear it, California. This message brought to you by the United States Coast Guard and the California Department of Boating and Waterways. Hey guys,
1: we'll see you Tuesday night at six thirty. Ultimate Bash University, Godfish and Marine, Ross England, and the Alabama Rig. We'll see you there.
0: thursday night at all locations is seminar night local experts guides and regional pros give seminars and present demonstrations sharing tackle techniques locations and tips to make experienced and novice anglers more knowledgeable and better prepared to hit the water If you're looking for the latest from Shimano, Fisherman's Warehouse is your Shimano headquarters for Northern California. From Shimano's freshwater spinning and casting reels to deep sea reels designed for saltwater, Fisherman's Warehouse and Shimano have it all, including Shimano's full line of rods for both fresh and saltwater applications. Serving anglers' needs for over 25 years, Fisherman's Warehouse has it all. And if it's new from Shimano, you'll see it first at Fisherman's Warehouse, Sacramento, Manteca, Fresno, and San Jose. And be sure to check out their online store at FishermansWarehouse.com. Know the best thing on water?